Hello, folks. Welcome to Holding On with Holder, where I talk to interesting people about interesting topics. My name is Steve Holder, and I am your host. My guest tonight is Marie Hernandez, business leader, women's empowerment coach, and world traveler, among other things. Welcome, Marie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad to have you. So for those who don't know anything about you, tell us who you are. Well, again, my name is Marie Hernandez, and I am a digital entrepreneur, a women's empowerment coach, and an expert in sponsor travel. I've been traveling via sponsorship for 11 years now, and I have uh, been empowering women for about five now. So yes, I do a combination of both and absolutely love what I do. I am a full-time digital entrepreneur, meaning that I have a couple of home bases, but generally I travel around the world with the exception of 2019, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me more about the women's empowerment coaching part, please. So I was 50 when I was, with, when I was forced to start over again. So after a very devastating divorce one, I was not even in the realm of thinking of happening. Um, yes, I was thrown into this impossible situation. I was about 10,000 miles away from any family support. Um, I lived in Singapore at the time. I was there to support my then husband. Um, I found out that life had changed. So yeah, it threw me in a tailspin and I had lots of, of self-reflection to do, lots of uh, decisions to make and finally was able to make my way back uh, to the US and to some family support um, only to realize that uh, when I needed to really dive in and look at myself and get some counseling for and some help you know, to heal and to, and to do the things that I needed to do to start my life over at 50, um, I had 16 cents in the bank. <laughs> and no idea of where the next dollar was going to come from. So yeah, it was, it was a, it was a scary journey. It was uh, a scary realization and I did have choices. I knew that I could uh, go back and get a job and just a regular job or maybe a part-time job while I was realizing my dreams. But I also knew um, that I'm an entrepreneur and I knew that I had already started a blog and that that had grown some and I knew travel was going to play a part but if I went ahead and got a job in what I was used to in my old, my old life, my old working corporate life, that it would stop me, that it would, uh, it would derail me because I had to pay attention to that. And I'd fall into that kind of being comfortable in the uncomfortable that we tend to do with ourselves. And that just wasn't acceptable to me anymore. You know, I knew that if I wanted to live a life and lead a life um, that I wanted, that I was proud of, and that I loved and one of passion, that I was going to have to to struggle a little bit to get there and figure out how I was going to get there. And that's what I did. So I, I did, and I grew a very successful digital business. Um, I have programs that help many people, but one of my greatest passions were helping women in the very same situation that I was in, because I realized at that age that a lot of the issue was fear-based and lack of confidence and lack of empowerment for ourselves. You know, we, especially at 50, if you're starting over, you know, you have that, uh, that feeling of failure and, you know, how am I going to do this? And, you know, I'm too old or, you know, who's going to love me again? Who's going to want and care what I have to do? And so it has a lot to do with empowering yourself and growing, you know, um, 
mentally and, and emotionally and spiritually with, with who you are and accepting who you are and loving yourself. Because one of the greatest lessons that I learned was that I was giving my happiness, the responsibility of my happiness to someone else when in fact it was my own. And so that's what one of my, um, my, my biggest and closest programs that I offer to women specifically is all about. It's about growing um, and empowering yourself to then get to the point where you do want to go on and, um, and have a business, a digital business. And that's what I yeah. teach as well. Um, and, and often nine times out of 10, that has to do with traveling as well. So. So is your business coaching and your women's empowerment coaching all part of the same package? It absolutely can be. There are separate packages, but a lot of every one of my packages has a lot of mindset involved in it. Because again, I realized through my business, uh, my business growth, that it was the mindset element that um, that was most important because you have to start off in a place where you believe in yourself and you believe in your dreams, regardless of what other people are telling you. And what was missing from some of the coaches that I had hired on early, you know, they, that I missed that element of the empowerment coaching and the uh, mindset coaching. And so I, I wanted to include that. So a couple of my, uh, my programs, all of my programs include the mindset part, but a couple of them are specific to just mindset and empowerment. And then some are a mix of, of both. Yeah. So I imagine you are also a motivational speaker, correct? Is I that have right? definitely done that. Yes, absolutely. I enjoy that very much. Yes. Now, do you speak at conferences or just mostly online? I have mostly lately in the past year and a half, it's been online. Uh, but I have actually um, in Daytona, I did a big, a big session. Uh, it's, it was called Daytona Elevate, which was really nice. It was very similar to a TED talk in which you had 15 minutes to, uh, to give a really, really good speech. And that was, that was a motivational uh, piece that, that went over very well. I was very proud of that one. So what does it feel like to give a TED talk? That's uh, at first, it's very scary because how do you put the lessons that you've learned and the really meaningful and meaty part of your life into 15 minutes? Like, how do you do that? But it is possible and it's very empowering. There were about 500 plus people in the audience. So that was um, a fear that I had to get over, but it was an empowering one because I stepped, stepped outside of my comfort zone to do that. And it was a beautiful experience. So it's very, if, if uh, you know, I wasn't ever a big, um, I can speak all day long online, but when you're in front of those people and they're looking at you, it's quite different. Uh, so it was a challenge for me, but one that I absolutely loved and enjoyed. I, I did learn from as well, and I knew that I could do it. So it, it's very empowering to know that yeah. you can captivate an audience of that size and uh, do it well. How big was the audience? It was uh, more than 500 people, 500 people plus. Yeah. Yeah. All looking at you, right? Yes. Yes. It was very, very, uh, it was fun. I have to say it was, it was fun. So you're also a leadership coach then, right? I mean, that goes along. Well, it, it, it does come along with it. It absolutely does. So when you, when you do get to the point where uh, many of my clients, they, they usually fo follow sort of a path. So many come to me because they're so interested 
my my following is mainly travelers that just love to travel and women my age from between 45 and plus one of my clients is actually 72 so it's a it's a big gap but most of them come to me with that desire to travel on sponsorship because it's such a unique way to travel and a way to grow your business so they come to me for that and then they realize wow i'm not really there with knowing my passion and I'm not really there with understanding how to convert my passion and be empowered and believe in myself to then get to the point to want to travel and want to run a, a digital business. So they follow this path. They'll usually come to me for the sponsored travel and end up going into the, I have a, a business, a, a program called Create Your Shift, and that's the mindset and building that digital business based on your passion. So that's usually how it works. Okay. So... Let me make sure I understand this concept. You sure. get paid to come to other places to give your talks and they pay for everything, right? Is that what you're talking about? So yes and no. So <laughs> sponsored travel is something completely different. So sponsored travel is an exchange of service. So for me, experiencing um pretty much anything in the tourism realm from villas and hot air balloon rides and vehicles and you know foods and chefs and everything that you can think of when in the world of travel um i give them a social media uh, marketing plan i i actually create videos and i create you know i create other things but then there are also retreat leaders who want to learn this too because it's that experience and that exposure, the collaboration that you're working with, with the owner of the of a travel business. And again, that could be pretty much anything. It's that engagement, your, your engagement with your followers that they know it could be potential clients for them because they trust my word. So I've been doing that for 11 years. Where I get paid is my programs that teach that. And that also teach someone to take a passion that they have, and it could be pretty much anything, and create a digital business with that passion, and they get clients of their own. My speaking engagements are usually at retreats and online and on podcasts about how to do that and how to um, build that kind of lifestyle for yourself and also to just motivational on how I myself empowered myself. So that is a separate kind of line of income for me. Um, but the programs that I teach for people to live that kind of life, that travel life and that digital entrepreneur life are the programs that I offer. And that's really the uh, basis of my business. Yeah. Now you say you've been doing this for 11 years and you started when you were 50. I would never no. have believed for even 50. You, you do not no, think close to that. No, I'm not. So 11 years ago, I started the sponsored travel part of my business. And again, it started with a very small blog. I was in Southeast Asia. It got some notoriety. I grew and grew and grew. My, my, my program that I created from sponsored travel specifically um, is there is no other one like it in the world. And that is a bold statement, but it is a true statement. There's not one that teaches it, that teaches it in terms of a business. Then at 50, which was, it's going to be six years ago in August, I then was kind of derailed and hit rock bottom and all of that. So that's when I created my additional empowerment programs. And that's, that's where my business grew and kind of took a couple of different 
you know, little puzzle pieces. So the whole the whole business is uh, put together. Now that's just two pieces that are that are part of that whole of my business. So no, I'm not I'm not 61. Yeah, <laughs> Although sure don't. <laughs> oh, so how many countries have you traveled to? To date, 54. Wow. To date, yes, 54 countries. Yeah. Yes. And Very exciting. Part? I love what I do. Yeah. Which country is your favorite? That's the most asked question that I get. It is Italy. It would be Italy and, and specifically Tuscany. So that will be uh, that will be a home base of mine. I'm, yeah. I'm looking to buy a property there in, in Italy when I can yeah. go back. And I will go back this September. So um, I'm sponsored there for six weeks. So yeah, so a different company. Yeah, me. I remember saying that. I believe it was on your Facebook page. You're going to Rome yes. in September. So. Yeah. Yep, I'll be going to Rome and then I'll be heading to Tuscany and then I'll be going to Sicily where I'm being sponsored for a week there by the tourism board. So, yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. So, what would you say has been your biggest challenge in your life so far? I have to say the biggest challenge uh, in my life so far would have been the starting over at 50. It was it was extremely unexpected. You know, I had a, a plan and a and a and I was on this journey and and it didn't, did include the build the the business that I was building to that point, but um, it derailed me. The the sudden change in my life and this and finding myself you know ten thousand miles away and completely resort had no resources and and that really derailed me um and i think on more from uh an emotional and spiritual and um confidence level it derailed me so that was such a huge challenge for me um because i you know i went through all of those those you know not feeling good enough and feeling stupid and very embarrassed you know because i have six children which three of them are girls that watch their mom and to see how she you know runs her life and, and of course not my boys as well but specifically the daughters want to see how their mothers succeed and so i felt like a failure to my children and and it was just it was really hard to come back from that and um it took a lot of work. It took a lot of self-reflection because, you know, I was the common denominator in, in the failed, you know, my failed marriages. I have more than one and in relationships. And so I had to take a hard look, you know, what, what was it? I was the common denominator. So I had to really take a hard look, which is sometimes often, it's not sometimes it's often the hardest thing to do in recovery yeah. when you recover from anything really. Yeah. Um, but I had to be honest if I wanted to live a life that was going to be um, that I wanted on live a life on my uh, that was based on my passions. I had to um, had to clear the slate, so to speak, and yeah. heal and um, and yeah, start over. So that's what I did. So what do you consider your biggest accomplishment? Well, other than my children, which my children are always my biggest accomplishment, I'm, I'm most proud of their amazing successes and my grandchildren there's going to be 11 of them in august i'll have my 11th grandbaby in august my greatest accomplishment is my um is is my life now is starting over and overcoming you know great odds at a later age and um, being extremely successful and living life completely on my own terms without uh i have i 
only do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it. And I think it's fantastic. And one of the greatest aspects of that is being in service of others, the ability to guide people down that same path. And let, and I love seeing that those aha moments with people and they get to see like, ah, I got it. And now I'm going to succeed yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful blessing to yeah. be able to uh, be part of someone's journey like that. Yeah. How, how big of a role does confidence play in success? It's all, it's almost everything. It absolutely is. The confidence and the belief that you have in yourself carries you through because life's going to throw, you know, hot potholes at you. And, and, you know, it's, you're just, you know, there's, I don't consider anything a failure. I consider them all lessons. The failure is not trying, but trying in itself comes from confidence. You have to have the confidence and, and you have to empower yourself to say, it might not work out, but the how is really not up to you. It's, it's, it's really, you have to give it in to, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So I believe there's something more than me. And I, I know that I can't always, you know, I used to be the person that says, okay, this is really what I want and I'm going to wait to receive it, but here's how I'm going to tell you to give it to me. <laughs> doesn't work that way. You just have to have faith in yourself. You have to empower yourself to know that you're, what you want and your dreams are worth it and that you're worth them and that you're in, entitled to them because we're divinely entitled to what we want when we're born. And it's all the other stuff in the world that takes that confidence and that power away from us. And those self-limiting beliefs and the self-defeating beliefs that, um, that take that away. And confidence pay, plays when you, can, when you can believe in yourself and love yourself. Because here's what I tell my clients too, and I, and I live by, I can't be to other people what I can't be to myself. So if I don't love myself, if I'm not confident in myself, if I don't empower myself, I can't be those things to someone else. Yeah. And so I have to be okay with myself. You know, I'm still single and, and, and I love that because I love myself and I love, I can spend time with myself. So now when I need someone, that person will want to spend time with me as well, because I know, you know, that I know who I truly am and I know what yeah. I bring to the table rather than giving that responsibility of making me happy to someone else, because that's not really true happiness. Yeah. Yes. Confidence is everything. So do you live a life of luxury? It sounds like it. <laughs> I, I do when I want to. I'm able to do what I want when I want. But I live a pretty simple life. Uh, I'm, I'm, I live a life of gratitude. You know, it's the small things that really mean the most. It's the, yeah. you know, the smile of my kids and my grandkids. It's, you know, spending, getting, getting to spend the time that I want to spend, the quality time with them. It's obviously traveling around the world to the countries that I want to travel with and making the friends and meeting people and meeting clients, you know, being able to do that. But then when I want to go and have a day at the spa or I want to fly first class or I want to, you know, I can do that too because, you know, it naturally comes to me because of what I give. So it's a give and take definitely. Yeah. So who is your ideal client? My ideal client, very good question. <laughs> so my ideal client is, uh, it depends. Now, if it's somebody who's with, who wants to sign up for my empowerment coaching, that would be a woman 45 and older who's at a crossroads in her life. 
She's she knows what she loves to do. She's probably really good. We're all good at something, but she probably has a passion for something. She just doesn't have the confidence or the empower she has she needs to empower herself to move forward to find that to find the love in herself and to find the confidence in herself to move forward. And then once she does She's going to be unstoppable. If it's somebody who wants sponsored travel, my ideal client is generally, it's not just someone who loves travel. It's generally a retreat leader, a coach, an independent travel agent, or someone who travels often and wants to incorporate sponsored travel into their their business so that they can um, travel to destinations and work with work in an in exchange basis at first with, uh, with those and collaborate with us with sponsors so that they can experience those wonderful things and then pass it on to their audience and to their, to their clients. So you can help any business person expand his or her horizons, correctly? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And what are some ways that people self-sabotage? Oh gosh. It's generally, almost always it's it's very simple you know it's something simple like they don't think that what they have what they believe in or their passions are worth it self-sabotaging is you know who's going to want who's going to want to learn from me or i'm not good enough you know i'm not smart enough i don't make enough money or i don't i'm not tall enough i'm not young enough i'm not pretty enough it's so many things that we say to ourselves and if you stop and pay attention everybody does it so often and that's how you start to shift is when you stop and pay attention to what is being said in here what you're saying to yourself at any given time i still do it myself i, I still do it but the the difference is, is that I've learned to recognize when I just start and I shift that thought immediately from I can't or it won't work to why not me and absolutely I can find a way to make it work. And then you take those actionable steps to do that because that's the biggest thing too. It's, it's not just a shift in thinking, it's taking massive action towards that. And that could be anything like doing research on something that you love, you know, um, going out for a walk, listening to some music to shift your mindset and your in your energy, you know, your mood. Because have you ever noticed you spill coffee on yourself and you get angry and you're mad that you did and then something else happens and you lose your keys and you're late for work, it just seems to snowball. And that's just the energy. And when you can recognize that really quickly and stop self-sabotaging, because the first thing we do is, gosh, I'm so stupid, how did I do that? That's self-sabotaging. You're setting yourself up for more. Yeah. So if you could stop and say, there's a reason why I lost my keys. Maybe I wasn't supposed to get in the car at that time. Maybe there was going to be an accident or maybe I'm supposed to be late. I'll just let it be and I'll just move forward from it. If you can switch that kind of thinking and self-sabotage into something that's better suited for you, then yes, you'll move forward. And it definitely goes very far in changing the way that you that you receive and, and, and behave that day or any day. Yeah. Do you think fear is the biggest obstacle people need to overcome? Absolutely. Fear is the almost the, the basis of everybody's failure to move forward or to do what they love mm -hmm. or to ask for a raise or to lose the weight or to, you know, for anything. It absolutely is fear. 
we're designed um, to fear the unknown. You know, if we don't know a situation or how something's going to turn out, because we love certainty, don't we? Human beings love certainty. You know, they don't invest unless they're certain they know they're going to have a return. You know, they don't do this unless they know the outcome. I live a life that I don't think of the outcome at all. I just know what I love and I know what I want and I take action on that, but I trust completely that I am worth everything that I want. So the outcome is always different when you, than when you start something, yeah. but it's that fear of not knowing the outcome that causes people to hesitate. It's the fear of not you know, taking that step forward. It's the fear of not knowing where you're gonna be or where you're gonna go that stops people. And it keeps them in the, so we become very comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know, so many people want to leave a corporate job or want to leave the job they hate and they want to do what they love. I, I can't, I don't know anybody who doesn't, but they think they're safe at, at getting that income every week. Realistically, are they? Not likely, <laughs> you know, it's probably very few people have that kind of security. You have that side of security when you own your own business or when you're doing what you love because you're always going to take, you're always going to do what it takes to, to achieve. So it is fear that stops us. 99.99% yeah. of the time, it's that fear. Yeah. And, and we're, human beings are fantastic creators. We really are when we really want something. And I always tell people who come to me, you know, think of something that you've wanted in the past that you just couldn't live without. I bet you made it happen. I bet you did whatever it took, even if it was a cell phone that you wanted, or if it was a pair of shoes or a new outfit, we become geniuses when we really want something. You have to apply that same thinking and that same drive to the bigger things too. Your, the energy around you, the universe doesn't know you know, a cell phone from a multi-million dollar business. It's the same energy that it takes to do both. It's just our thinking in our head, you know, oh no, that's, you know, how could I ever make $5 million a year? That's impossible. We're thinking of the number. It's not impossible. People do it every day. So, yeah. yeah. Um, how common is it for people to compare themselves to others? Every day we do that. Every day we compare ourselves to others. Oh, look at her. I could never do that. Or, you know, she has the life. I could never do that. I get that every day. Maria, I want to live a life like yours. I find that I'm, I'm happy that I'm an inspiration for people. And I want people to use that as a possibility. But you don't want my exact life. You want your life. And the possibilities of traveling on sponsorship or starting a digital business. Absolutely. You want to start from somewhere. But your life is your life and you should never compare it to anyone else. You know, you want to live a unique life of your own and use other people as inspiration, but know that your life and what you desire and what you accomplish is your own. Sometimes the smartest thing we can do is to ask for help, correct? Absolutely. There isn't one person on earth that has gotten where they, they are in any success whatsoever without having someone that knew more before them, yeah. not one person. So yeah. yes. Yeah. It's, it's the biggest thing that you can do. The biggest gift you can give yourself is to go to someone. And I say that all the time, you know, go to someone that can, that can help you get where you want to go that knows has been there before. And that knows the road mm -hmm. and the strategies and the journey there. Yeah. Yeah.
So last and not least, last but not least, how do you define <laughs> success? Success is when you are, for me, I define success as living your true life the way you want, where you want, when you want, how you want, but being of service to others because success does not, it doesn't stop with just having the things and having the bank account. For me, that's not success. That's a byproduct of success. Success is when I can be of service to other people and help them achieve a life that they want. And one of my biggest asks with every one of my clients is that they promise me that not only will they do the work, but that they will pay it forward and they, they will be of service to other people as well. Yeah. That's how you change the world. And that's how you become successful. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have a website? I do. MarieHernandezCoaching.com. Very simple. And I'm all over social media. Uh, you can look me up as Marie Hernandez Coaching. Uh, yep, Facebook and seriously travel for Instagram because I started that one quite a while ago. So okay. yes, you can find me and pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> Pinterest and LinkedIn and everywhere. So yeah. Well, folks, check her out. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> thank Marie, you so thank much. you so much for being my guest. Thank you for having me. It was, I enjoyed myself. Thank you. Well, I did too. Folks, thank you for tuning in to Holding On With Holder. Please subscribe to my channel and feel free to share this video all over social media and be sure to check out MarieHernandezCoaching.com. Did I get that right? You did. Okay. You did. <laughs> well, thanks again, Marie, and I will let you go and you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.